Welcome to Chronicles of a Medium. I'm your host, Maureen Hashi, Psychic Medium, Intuitive Healer. Join me for compelling conversations into true crime, mediumship, and everything in between. Warning, this episode contains frightening content. Do not listen if you are sensitive to murder, graphic content, and curse words. murder, mayhem, and body parts. This location was a powerful one. Spirit had started speaking to me months prior to this investigation through many visions, which I happened to journal about. As I walked into this eclectic house full of symbolism and mystique, I wondered where I was. I'd never seen anything like this place in my life. It was stunning. It was hard to believe that anything bad could ever happen here. The courtyard, warm and welcoming, yet I felt a little on edge. My attention was drawn to the mouth of the pool as a chill ran down my spine. There I was sitting in the beautiful surroundings, lush gardens, and there was just something a little bit off. Now, I had just finished my first walkthrough, and I had to take some time by myself to set out on my own to explore, and decided I would go downstairs first work my way back up. As I headed down the stairs to the basement, I felt occult practices. Fire to keep it burning. Water to make it flow. Earth to help it grow. And wind to carry it. This had all the elements needed to perform any spell. Growing up, my mom and her witchy friend could be heard chanting their spells and some things you just never forget this was one of them one of the things is what occult energy feels like it's it's very oppressed and it hovers in the air like a thick blanket and it has the bleakest emotions kind of like a dementor waiting to suck the life from you from the depths of your soul. This place was seeping with occultism and I hadn't seen it when I first got there. Of course, mind you, I was blindfolded, but I couldn't help but notice the drastic difference from the energy from the florals of the courtyard to the murderous dirt floor of the basement. It was like at any moment, something would jump out and seize my soul. The scariest part was that this was still early morning. We had arrived at 6 a.m. So, you know, the scary dark that comes with, you know, the middle of the night wasn't there. This was early morning. And it was already scary. Can you imagine when nighttime comes? 
As I walked into the room beneath the stairs, the smell of burnt flesh lingering in the air. I walked, <clears throat> it was though I walked into a crematorium. Having done trauma scene cleanup, there are certain smells that you just never forget. I half expected to stumble across a few buried bodies, but of course that didn't happen. I walked past a powder room with a stand-up shower, and as I stood there taking it all in, the shadow of a strange man walked through me. With that I was done, for now in the basement. I was alone and I didn't want that to happen again. So I decided that I would slowly make my way back up the stairs. There is something so strange about the elements used in this location. It was like a welcoming place for anything and everything dark. There was one room I couldn't bear to go into, not alone anyway. And I headed back upstairs to explore other areas of this house. You couldn't really call it a home because there was nothing nurturing or welcoming about this house. As I walked into the hallway, it was really long and it was lined with windows giving you the false sense that it was lighter and had more positive energy than it did. I walked past an office, a few more bathrooms, a library, and a couple of master bedrooms. Everything seemed to repel me as though there was a wall preventing me from going inside each room and exploring. I literally had reservations and it's something that I hadn't quite felt before in a place where the resistance was there not to go into the room like I was definitely spirit was saying don't go in there like every horror movie that you see and people ignore that and then they go in and then bad things happen well I'm not that person I listen when I'm not supposed to go into a room As I wandered down the hallway slowly, suddenly, things seemed to go into slow motion and they slowed down. The essence of a dark-haired beauty slowly running past me. As she's looking over her shoulder at someone or something chasing her, I remember the way her hair moved as she turned her head back forward. She had somewhat of a natural curl and so it kind of bounced and flowed, but it, she didn't have long hair. And it was quite intense. As she passed by me, chills ran through me, and I felt suddenly nauseous. The fear, the level of fear she had was so great. As she faded away, I couldn't disconnect from her energy, and it was clear that she had a story to tell and she wanted me to be the one 
to hear it. I headed down yet another hallway which looped back around to the center of the house, forcing me to cut through a bedroom that felt eerie, and I just knew I wasn't alone. You know, this was one of the houses that made me feel like there was like a human living element of people watching and um, I really expected a living person to jump out at me. I found myself high knees sprinting through that room like I was eight years old again on my way to the bathroom in the middle of the night not wanting the boogeyman to get me. Thank God no one's seen that because, you know, I'm supposed to be a medium. I'm not supposed to be afraid. And so I wasn't afraid so much as spirit um, <laughs> as I was a real living person. Uh, so that was really an interesting experience to me because for the most part, I, I don't rattle easy with spirit. Now standing back in the kitchen, I felt myself vibrating with the energy. Of course, I also sprinted across the room like there was no tomorrow. As I waited for the rest of my team to get there, we finished up with the rest of my um, impressions and we filmed a little bit more. I headed back for yet another bathroom. I think this place had like five or six, which made sense because this house was really made for entertaining. It was, you know, so grand that they're like, how could you not entertain in this space? And you would need all those bathrooms. As I stood in this bathroom, I was overcome with emotions and I had to sit down for a second on a bench that was there. I stared down at this large copper tub and looked up at the mirror just above it and it began to overflow with blood. Suddenly I was seeing many beautiful women dressed in lingerie and high heels as they climbed into the blood-filled tub. The water drained out of their lifeless bodies and the body of a woman was draped over the tub, half in and half out, as her head flopped carelessly over the side. Something caught my attention as I noticed the tub was also filled with body parts, legs and arms, still moving as though they had life still in them. At that point, the director asked me if I could show her how the people were in the tub. So I obliged and I crawled into the tub that seemed to be spewing with the energy from its dark past. As I did, I wondered what she saw in the camera. I finished my first impressions and closed the energy. This was only the beginning of what I would experience at this location, with the smell of burnt flesh and blood lingering in my nose. I had to get out for some fresh air. I sat quietly in the courtyard, feeling betrayed by the visual beauty of this house. 
It draws you in, deceives you, and takes your life when you least expect it. It was in that moment that I knew I would have to regroup and stay on my toes if I was going to get through this investigation in one piece. You've been listening to Chronicles of a Medium. I'm your host, Maureen Hashi, Psychic Medium, Intuitive Healer. Until next time, stay safe and close the portals behind you.